back ladies and gentlemen as the title suggests we are uncertified financial planners we are not professionals i repeat we are not professionals before you make any financial decisions please contact an official certified financial advisor or planner Take it away. welcome back everybody uh this is the certified financial planners podcast it's been a little while i know we keep saying that uh, I, you know, we want to be more consistent, but obviously as two college students, that can be difficult. Um, but we're glad to be back. We're on episode 19, so that is very exciting. We're away from episode 20. Uh, I, I've enjoyed my, my 19 episodes on the podcast. How are we feeling today, Garrett? I'm pretty good. I mean, how are you even not going to even mention that you are now an official legal adult? That's 21. Eighteen yep. technically legal adult, but now you can do everything. Yeah, we're recording on January twentieth. Uh, my birthday was yesterday, January nineteenth. So I had a great time, a good grand uh, old time. So I'm going to be celebrating back home in Nashville on, I guess tomorrow, Saturday. So, um, yeah, exciting. Good stuff. Exciting good stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're going to be keeping this episode a little short today. We got. Gonna mention cpi and explain it because um there's some long-awaited numbers that came out to wrap up 2022 this day is a full year um and then ethan's got some other stats is it along with inflation that kind of vein uh just some numbers on like market and s p 500 performance over yeah history of that uh nothing really well i guess there's a little bit about inflation so, yes, there will be a little bit about inflation, but more generalized. Yeah, yeah. So, the uh, the Fed last week, last week, uh, they released the CPI numbers for December. For those of you that don't know, CPI stands for Consumer Price Index. This is essentially a basket, hypothetical basket of goods um, that the economists um, assume that all people need this is like it's weighted and you can look it up on the uh, US Bureau of Labor Statistics it's where I'm getting the data I'm going to reference from um, like apparel, rent, shelter vehicle, food gas expense, all that kind of stuff um, and so this RCPI this year was at an all time high looks like uh June was 9% inflation. Everybody's freaking out in June. Um, I'm sure we made an episode on it then because that was <laughs> towards the beginning when inflation was crazy. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely crazy. Uh, highest I'd ever seen, uh, or I guess that I was aware of. And obviously yeah. the Fed uh, was pretty quick to start rising or raising interest rates. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, inflation is definitely a big topic. We've definitely felt the pain of that. Uh, we've seen, mm-hmm. uh, we've seen, you know, Kroger prices or just general uh, grocery store prices mm-hmm. drastically increase. Uh, I had a friend that um, I feel like he was orange juice. 
maybe milk and it was like 11 dollars and something cents so like that's just kind of insane to see see that uh that price so yeah and eggs are up there too right now eggs are rapidly increasing uh, i heard that they might be 10 dollars a carton uh at, at, you know coming soon if not already there they may already be there so uh inflation's definitely been we've noticed every single day mm-hmm. and uh it definitely stinks hopefully we can yeah. take that back under control yeah, well, that's the good news. Uh, the Fed's effects, there, a lot of people criticize them for being slow, but, I mean, we started seeing rising inflation, you know, in July 2021. So in the course of a year, it hits peak, and now it's coming back down. It was 6.5%. So this is the third or fourth straight month of decreasing inflation. Um, it was really interesting gas was a huge part of that because uh on the um, u.s bureau labor statistics website you can look at the the charts and um gas prices in june 2022 hit their peak inflation of 59.9 percent um and that is what pulled a lot of the rest of the market basket of inflation up which is really interesting to think about i mean Education hasn't fluctuated more than 2%. Its peak was 1.8%. So, Definitely. Definitely something to keep in mind, for sure. Just a lot of... It's, when you consider the market basket, it's an aggregate thing. So a lot of the inflation numbers were brought up by crazy gasoline prices that really weren't inflated. It was just a, a shortage of gas because of the the war in Russia during that time starting. That cut off a lot of our gas supply and drove the prices up and it wasn't necessarily like economic inflation. It was circumstantial. Um, Definitely. So that's good news that, you know, some of this is starting to finally come back down. Yeah, no, definitely. And that's why I didn't mention earlier when I was, you know, listing off grocery stores and stuff like that, I didn't mention gas because... Mm-hmm. A lot more factors when it comes to something like fuel, uh, just because it unfortunately or fortunately still runs on on gas. So mm-hmm. um, that's a big one that that a lot of things can affect. Yeah, but yeah, inflation has definitely been something to talk about this year. Uh, it's definitely the the most memorable it's been in a while, especially because along with heavy inflation, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the stock market performed extremely extremely poorly as well as bonds um so there was not anywhere that you could hide yeah. and, and and yet so you're losing money from the stock market or from the bonds that you're in you're invested in and then you're also having to pay higher prices with less money so that makes sense so like anyway it was just a double whammy thing mm-hmm. costs more uh hopefully if you have a job you got a raise you were able to find a job that paid you a, a raise to match inflation um, because otherwise you are losing money and making less than you did last year, which mm-hmm. is unfortunate. Um, so anyway, inflation is definitely deadly. It's definitely something we want to stay away from if possible and keep it in that 2 to 3% mm-hmm. range. Um, so it's good to see that we're, yeah. we're slowly going down. Yeah. And it's really interesting to look at some of these charts. You know, I'm not, I don't understand enough to, you know, break down the implications of each, but you can separate them by region. Um, and the believe it or not, the South Atlantic 
Um, it's like Florida, Georgia, that area. It got hit the hardest by inflation. Um, and the middle Atlantic, which is like Jersey, Virginia, North Carolina, got hit the lowest, mm. the softest. I mean, it's not a huge spread, but that's just not what I would have guessed, you know? And the Midwest and the South got hit the hardest. Yeah, that is, that's interesting. Um, I wonder why that is, and that'd be interesting to find out, because that's definitely, yeah. definitely something to keep in mind. I don't know if it just coincidental or if it literally, if there's just, th- those regions get hit the hardest usually. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. New, New England is at the current lowest rate of inflation, which is where I would have expected it to be the highest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, New York, New England up there, that area. Yeah, no, it's that, really super interesting to to hear. Yeah, but yeah, that's enough on inflation. We just wanted to give y'all a brief rundown of what was happening. Um, what you got, Ethan? Yeah, I was just going to talk about some some things that could be positive because uh, there's been a whole lot of negative um, and a lot of stuff not to be too excited about over the past year, and uh, hopefully in 2023 we're days in and hopefully uh it's been good for everybody and hopefully within the markets continue to uh to keep it'll continue to rise so year to date which is not very long like i said 20 days we're up the market is s p 500 is up 3.88 percent uh that is mainly because of a 1.89 percent day today um let's go i was well, I have two separate accounts. One was up 2.94% and the other was up 1.87%. So, big day for me, obviously. That's awesome. Go Ford. Let's go. Ford. Let's, go, <laughs> let's see what they did today. Ford was up 1.81%. How could you complain? I mean, how could you? It's the best, best company in America. Hands down. Hands down. So uh, what I have to say is this. I got a little sheet in front of me. I have a bunch of statistics. So... Back-to-back negative years are super rare for the S&P 500, so it's not been seen then. Uh, like I said, it's super rare. 1928 to 2021, a loss in one calendar year, followed by a loss in the next calendar year, only happened eight times. So in almost 100 years, you know, back-to-back negative years have only happened eight times. Um, that's kind of crazy. And f- even crazier, five of those pre-World War II. So since World War II, there's only been three times where there's been back-to-back negative years, one of the most recent uh, being 1998, 1999, and 2000, or maybe it was 1999, 2000, and 2001, the mm-hmm. uh, little tech bubble, and then um, the World Trade Center is getting hit um, and, and collapsing, uh, extended that. Oh. So times in 94 years, uh, you know, I'm not saying there's an exception and we're not going to have that um, this time. Let me just do a quick little math. Times in 94 years, that means you have a 9%, well, 8.5% chance of having back-to-back negative years in the, uh, in the S&P 500. So oh. um, definitely nothing to be worried about that we're coming off a pretty bad year. Uh, we should see hopefully a turnaround. not saying that we will, but hopefully we will. Um Statistically, historically, yes, yes, speaking. historically, which is you know, off of you know, historics that's actually very helpful. Um, is usually history repeats itself, so 
It's definitely not a bad thing. Um, And then a few more things. So, you know, 2022 sucked when it came to the stock market really hard, hard to keep your head up and, uh, you know, stay with your goals and, and the vision that you've set for yourself. But keep in mind, 2022 was the seventh worst year since the 1920s for the stock market. So you just experienced the seventh worst year, 100 years, the stock market. Mm. So if you feel like you can survive the blow, it wasn't a complete knockout blow, but it might have knocked you down to your knee. There's still a fighting chance, which is very important to remember. Um, it was the third worst year for 60-40 portfolios ever. That's since recording, not just since the 1920s, but since they were started recording the 60-40 portfolio. Um, so 60-40 portfolio obviously being 60% in stocks or equities like that and 40% being in fixed income bonds or so or, or something, yeah. something along that line. Um, top of these two bad statistics, inflation was high, like we said actively tried to slow the economy. So in 2022, we had no chance for a successful year. It was never going to happen. The Fed was trying to put a stop to the to the, the growth of the economy. Um, just so everyone knows, in the past five years, before last year, or even including 2022, the market's up 38.28%. Um, so that's you know that's pretty good. You if you would have invested in the S and P five hundred, you would have made one thousand one hundred dollars in five years, uh, and that's per sh- per share. So that's not bad. Um, just so everyone knows, like I've said, March twentieth, twenty twenty, right at the bottom of of basically you know the market during COVID, market S and P five hundred was at two thousand three hundred and five. Right now it's at three thousand nine hundred seventy-two, and before the market corrected in twenty twenty-two, we were at four thousand seven hundred sixty-six. This was a much needed action. We had drastically overdone our growth uh, from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty-one, and so two thousand or, or sorry twenty twenty-two can be looked at as like man, this was brutal. So it was it's it's very healthy for the market to correct itself nothing to be too worried about and i have just got to return to equilibrium exactly exactly you know things ebb and flow and you just got to be willing to uh be there through the ride and the journey so i mean sometimes you'll experience the highs obviously from 2020 to 2021 you could buy literally anything and you would have made money more than likely and then sometimes you got to experience the lows of 2022 where you're stuck with some of those that you bought thinking that they'd go up and they didn't and they actually went down or those stinkers not Ford, of course. Ford would have never Ford. Actually, look up Ford in 2020 and see where it is now compared to that. So, in 2020, on the bottom of the market, you could have bought Ford, Ford, $4.33. It reached a high of 25.19. That'd been a good time to sell. Uh, but right now, it's sitting at 12.40. So, even though you went through this terrible year, just brutalness, right? You would still have tripled your money, even if you didn't sell at the height and you just continued to hold. You would have tripled your money if you'd invested in Ford, let's say, two years ago. So talk to me and talk to Ford absolutely respectfully. Um, moving on. <laughs> Stocks and bonds have ever both been down for two consecutive years. Well, the thing that you can take away from that is that the Either the S&P 500 in the stock market will be up this year 
or bonds will be up this year. One of the two will, I mean, you can almost say 100% or stocks, one of them will be positive this year. Because, like I said, stocks and bonds have never been down for two consecutive years in a row. Uh, and they were both mm. down last year. So one of those should be going up. Uh, will we make history? Um, that could be a question you ask me, and I would say, what makes us different now than any other year in the history of the, of, of them recording that stat? So I don't know what makes me any more or, or 2023 any more special than 1976. Uh, that's just a random year I picked. My mom was actually born in 1976. So moving on. The point is, we're no different from history. Like, we're just living history. It's not like something that we've done has changed it now. I will say this, inflation, eh, that's not very good. Uh, a healthy market, unfortunately. I mean, could we make history? Maybe. I doubt it. So there's, there's stuff to look forward to, even after a very down year. And then five things to focus on, and I'll give it to Garrett because I've been talking a lot. Five <laughs> things. One, emphasize what's in your control. Obviously, you can't control that inflation is high, but you can control your spending if there's something that you were doing beforehand that was a little bit cheaper and now it's too expensive if you like to, to go bowling or putt putt every single uh you know wednesday maybe you shouldn't do that every 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 single wednesday so you got to control what you can control that's mm -hmm. that's something that i've been hearing about since i was in middle school playing sports right you just got to control the controllables you, know, you, you may not be the most athletic you can work the hardest uh so anyway, point is, it's a sports reference, more so for financial. You know, you can't control that you don't have access to every single you know, data point, but what you can control is how much yeah. research you put into a stock uh, with what you are given. Yeah, you're never going to be Nancy Pelosi and have inside details and make every single trade that you do based on those details. You're never going to be able to do that uh, unless you I mean, become... A house if you become Paul Pelosi's wife, you might be able to. Or that, yeah. So just, just understand that it's not fair. And so what you're given is what you're given, and you just got to work you know, the best you can with that. That yeah. goes for just more than just finance and, and investing. Two, this is something that I was really trying to do during 2022 because it's my first time ever seeing a down market. I, I joined the stock market in October 2020. Everything I did was gold, like touched was gold. It was very nice, not because of me, but just because literally that's just how it was. See in 2022 and everything you touch pretty much get destroyed, especially in June. Mm -hmm. It really stunk. Um, but just sort of surviving the day-to-day -day is important. Because uh, yesterday, uh, literally yesterday, we were, I think this, I don't know for sure. I'm just going to estimate. Stock market yesterday, my birthday January 18th, it closed at $4,007. It closed on January 19th at $3,915. So, I mean, you would have lost almost $100, uh, you know, on the day of January 19th. But today, 1.89%, and you would have been up $73.76. So, yeah, they didn't completely cancel each other out. But point is, things ebb and flow, like we said earlier, you got to survive the day-to-day. -day. That's very important. Number three, learn from the past. Don't live there emotionally. You know, mm. Easy to look at the past, your past trades, 
or literally anything in your past. Like, okay, I can learn from this. Then it affects you because you're so tied up in the past that it affects you making a, a decision in the present. The way more beneficial to your future than the mistake you made in the past. So uh, definitely, definitely learn from the past. You focus on it, uh, but don't stay there and sit in it. Uh, don't live there emotionally. Understand that everybody makes mistakes. Can't be perfect. Kind of ties back into emphasize what's in your control. Sometimes you're just wrong, and it's okay to be wrong. Sometimes you're right, and you're just time your timing's off. Um, yeah. The Big Short, the movie. Um, remember the guy's name for some. I, I cannot believe I can't remember the name. Anyway, Christian Bale is the actor in it. Um, he predicts that the housing crisis of 0809, the financial crisis, he makes a lot of money off it, but he looked like an idiot. People were pulling money. Uh, he, I mean, basically got fired from his job. Big Short. The Big Short, yeah. What did, what did I say? Oh, you see him now. You forgot the name. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, I forgot the name of the dude who actually did it. Um, oh. oh. Michael Berry, I think. Yes. yes, 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 yes. So, anyway, Guy was totally correct. Things were way off, and there was definitely going to be a correction. His timing was just off, but he ended up reaping the benefits. So just understand that you can be right, you can be wrong. Sometimes you are right, but the timing's wrong. Sometimes you're wrong. I mean, it's right, so you get that, that, that false sense of uh, you know, mm-hmm. confidence in yourself. Just understand that stock's not going up because you bought it. it does not, no one cares that you bought it or that you sold it. So the point is, learn from the past. Don't live there emotionally. Everyone makes mistakes. Number four, play your own game. Early on, I'm sorry I'm taking so long with these, but uh, I think they're important. So early on when I first started investing, yeah, uh, look up on YouTube best you know best stock choices for this month. Read articles that talked about it. We've talked about this in the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Even take my dad's advice. Well, things that are good for my fifty-year-old dad, good for me. Uh, things that are good for your old grandma are most definitely not good for you if you're under the age of twenty-five or even the age of thirty. But then, then again, it's vice versa. Things that are good for a twenty-one-year-old are not good for a fifty-year-old. So play your own game. If you want to be risky, 100% of stocks like me, you know, 100% stocks. I guess I'm not technically, I have a savings account. I don't know if that really counts, but the point is I don't have any bonds. or I don't have any bonds, let's put it that way. So play your own game. If that's how you feel, if you feel comfortable doing that and you're, you're willing to take a risk, do it. But like mm-hmm. my girlfriend, she told me, uh, she didn't listen to this podcast anyway, so I don't care, but that's an L for her anyway. She'd be way better off if she listened to the podcast, of course. Um, she said, yeah, if I won the lottery over $1.35 billion uh, the past past week, like if I won it, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't ask your, for your help. I was like, that's fine. Who would you ask for help? Like, Parents. I'm like, okay, that's great. I'm in finance. I, I'm studying finance. At least give it to somebody, and it's nothing. It's her parents. I was just like, at least let me kind of give you a suggestion. So anyway, some people. She just she said, I don't want to put that much money into investing. I said, you wouldn't do that. But point is, I'm not going to get into it. She doesn't want to. She doesn't want to want to. She doesn't want to risk her money. I could talk about it for the next ten minutes, and not worth anybody's time. Because the point is, she she sleek dissed me for real. She sleek 
this to me. Uh, for real? Real, for real. So, number five, more important, if not just as important, but probably more important than the other four, uh, is just live. Like, dude, yeah, I understand it's money, but, like, just put it this way. Everyone dies, and guess what you don't need when you're dead? Money. So, um, don't ever, ever waste your life chasing money. There's a lot more out there that's a lot more. Amen beautiful and a lot more fun to experience yeah you need money to do fun things but money will come not everything and money will come happiness is forever money is not uh memories you make are, are way more important just mm-hmm. if you're thinking about going on vacation and doing a trip you go do that trip who cares if the money's tight it'll fi- it'll figure itself out put yourself in debt probably not but maybe sell a stock or two and and, and go on that vacation if you're thinking about it and anybody that's going to listen to this is in that particular situation, but you know, maybe this is the episode to blow up and put us out there on the mainstream. So maybe, maybe never know. Anyway, those are my five tips. So five, five, five things to focus on 2023 are emphasize what's in your control. Five the day to day, learn from the past. Don't live there emotionally. Your own game and just live. Take a deep breath. Be okay. Stock market ebbs and flows. Over it, it happens. Amen. Amen. Well, only other thing I've got is to kind of wrap everything up with. Talked a lot about direction and you know saying the course and paths. And um, I just heard a quote recently I really liked by a pastor named Andy Stanley. It said, "Direction, not intentions, determines destination." You can have the best intents in the world, but if you're going to ignore the warning signs for stupid financial decisions, you're going to be broke. Oh, you goes. take on debt over your head. If you abuse credit, if you make terrible investments, knowing that they're terrible investments, you're going to go broke. You're going to have debt. You're going to suffer for it. But it does not matter what kind of intentions you have. Yep, that's why you see people that win the lottery in most cases lose it uh, very quick. Yep. That's how it goes. That's just how it goes. But that's all I've got. Sure. Um, you got anything else? All from me. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in, and uh, I'll see you in the next one. Hopefully, it'll be back on schedule. If we can figure out schedule, we'll see. But see y'all. Adios.